0: All right, well, welcome to the One Amigo to Another Fantasy Football podcast. This is show number 17. It's uh, Tuesday, November 26th, or November 27th. Um, I'm your host and commissioner, Nathan Tilbury, and I'm here with my co-host, Bill Burns, two-time champ of the league and a huge Bears fan. Welcome, Bill.
1: Welcome, Nathan, and welcome One Amigo to Another Fantasy Football League.
0: Perfect. And today, uh, we're excited to have a special guest on. Uh, He's making a second appearance on the show this year, and someone who's it's frankly been killing it the last uh, couple of weeks, uh, so we want to welcome Chris Thompson, owner Mile High, Pat's fan to the podcast. How you doing, Chris? Uh pretty good. Uh, glad to be back on the show. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, yeah, we're super excited to to have you on, especially uh, uh, on such short notice too. We we asked you yesterday if you'd co- if you'd come on, and um, and yeah, we're thrilled to kind of go over Week Twelve and then uh, yeah, definitely hit some uh, hit some of the playoff standings and scenarios. Um, cause I think me and you are kind of in the thick of that kind of third, fourth place, uh, race will so be kind of fun to do. And then, um, yeah, and then just kind of get your thoughts on some other things. So we're looking to have a really great show. Um, so today we'll hit our usual four downs. Uh, we'll do a recap of the week. We'll go over the Anquan Bolden, um, award and, uh, we're going to let Chris hand that out this week. Uh, we're going to do early Christmas in July since the waiver wire hasn't hit yet. So we're going to do a little maybe pass and pass or play, on some different waiver wire players uh, this week. Um, And then we want to spend a a decent amount of time talking about league standings and scenarios um, heading into the final week of the regular season so that people can kind of start doing some scoreboard watching starting on Thursday and and Sunday and and Monday and see what it might take to to get certain people into the playoffs. And then uh, we'll talk a little bit about week 13 and preview uh, some of the matchups coming up. And we'll wrap up and talk about uh, the next show. So, Bill and Chris, you guys ready to dive in? I'm ready to go. Yep, let's do it. All right, perfect. All right, let's start off with four downs. So, um, let's grab our news and notes from around the NFL. We'll read some uh, headlines and and get your guys' thoughts on it, and then we'll we'll move forward. So, for first down, um, it was obviously a a pretty funny uh, matchup this week with with Hugh Jackson's uh, Bengals. Uh, going against uh, Baker Mayfield's Browns, um, and uh, obviously the Browns just just put a pretty good whooping on on the Bengals, and um, and I guess after the game Baker Mayfield didn't want to shake his hand or, or talk to, to Hugh Jackson after, and had some some words about you know he went to a rival and, and all this stuff. Uh, but the funny thing is that after Hugh Jackson joined the Bengals, they've been 0 and 2, and the Browns are 2 and 0. Uh, since he left and, and so um, I'm still trying to figure out why they brought <laughs> Hugh Jackson in there um, I know they were great friends with Marvin Lewis and stuff too but just the whole thing is just just baffling uh, that you'd go to a, a rival um, especially he's not even getting paid uh, to be there uh, The you know the Browns are still paying him and everything too so I wanted to kind of get your thoughts on, on kind of the whole situation and and it's just it's kind of the Bengals doing the Browns thing um this time around and just just the whole debacle with with that whole situation so um chris actually let's start off uh let's throw it to you first what what do you think about just the whole situation
2: well first off i don't even know why the Bengals even hired him like i don't know what they saw on him in order to decide to bring him on board it kind of reminds me of a dwight from the office i don't know if you guys watch the show but (laughs) <laughs> when when Michael Scott made Dwight the assistant to the manager versus the assistant manager. like yeah. it, It's
0: That's the same perfect.
2: title that Hugh Jackson has, and it's kind of just pointless. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of talent on the Browns, and uh, he wasn't really able to make anything happen with that. And then um, also earlier the season, the Browns won their game, uh, and Hugh Jackson was still calling to go for two after they had scored a touchdown in overtime. So... Like yeah. He just he doesn't know what's going on, and uh, like I said, I don't know why the Bengals brought him on. Um, but it was funny to see that the uh, when the Browns got the interception this last game, <laughs> they gave they handed that ball right off to uh, to Jackson, and <laughs> yeah, he's like, it. "Oh, you know, here you go. Like, this is what you left." So yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: it's it's such a, like a strange thing. I don't know if that's ever happened in a season where someone, coaches, switched teams, and then played the next. You know, played him in like two weeks. I mean, it's just it's yeah. just crazy. And then yeah, throwing the interception ball to him, and he kind of just laughs it off and hits the guy in the helmet. It's like what what is what is going? On? It's just so so strange. And just they just made it just a big mockery out of the Bengals in general. Bill, what do you what do you think?
1: Yeah, well, I agree with both you guys that uh, you know I, I thought Cincinnati was a pretty good team coming out out mm-hmm. of the gates, uh, beginning of the season and. And they uh, just keep to. They just seem to keep uh, uh, messing up and messing up. And then, you know, what was the sense in hiring uh, uh, Hugh Jackson? I, I just another baffling thing coming out of the uh, Cincinnati uh, uh, ownership. It just it didn't make any sense and. And you you know now you're getting what you're what you paid for kind of he, he didn't do very well in Cleveland and guess what he's not doing very well in Cincinnati so yeah uh, that that whole Cincinnati thing is just kind of blown up in their face and they just made it worse it's kind of like throwing gasoline on the fire
0: yeah I mean we we, we can all probably agree that Marvin Lewis he he should have been fired after last year I don't, I don't know why he keeps getting every year and year and year he hasn't even won a playoff game in what 15 years or whatever he's been there so yeah he needs to go and they have a lot of talent on that offense um and that defense used to be good so you know put somebody else in there and and they should be back to to at least be in a decent team playoff potential um next year so um but we'll have to wait and see obviously till next year because it seems like they're done for for this year
1: yep they're
0: toast yeah so all right let's move on to second down and um there, there was a uh, there was a fight uh, um, th- this week, and then a, and then there was also a football game played too um, between the. <laughs> but the, there B- was a
1: fight before the football the football game.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so yeah, I guess um, um, yeah between the Bills and the Jags, and and something's happened. I don't know if you saw the saw the play before uh, this all started. I think it was between Moncrief, at, um, wide receiver for. Uh, the Jaguars and and the Bills uh, defensive back—I can't think of his name—but they were they were fighting over the ball and whistles kept blowing, so the play was dead, and they just kept fighting over it. and it lasted like, like a couple of minutes. And you're sitting there like thinking, you know, how, how old are these guys? Five, six years old, you know, not wanting to let go of the ball, kind of thing. And then, of course, all this kind of erupts into this big, huge fight between Leonard Fournette and uh, one of the defensive backs for the Bills, and he just he just was not happy. And just started just throwing punches, throwing punches, throwing punches at a helmet, which I can't ever understand. Um, yeah. Throwing
1: punches at a guy wearing
0: a helmet—that <laughs> makes a lot of sense, right? And and so and then he he obviously got ejected, um, and he was having a great game. Um, and after that, they just kind of imploded, and and the Jaguars ended up losing. Uh, to the Bills, and uh, and then what does he get? He gets a, a game suspension for it too. So um, you know, just just an extra little thing to go with um, you know the Jaguars' uh, season, and they looked so great at the beginning of the year, and I picked them to not make the playoffs, and that was kind of my bold prediction, and it didn't look very good. I think they started three and zero or two and one, but they started strong, and and they've just been um, just imploded and just just not going to make the playoffs this year so i want to kind of yeah get your thoughts on on leonard fournette and we'll probably go throw it to you chris because i I know he's uh you know he's on your team and stuff
2: yeah well like i said my first thought was what was he thinking like yeah why is why is he throwing punches at some guy's helmet where he can break hands like that that scared (laughs) me so luckily he didn't break his hand and you know whatever but um he was completely re- removed from the play, like you said. It went to what Moncrief and somebody else in the end yeah. zone. He was like 30 yards out, came sprinting in at loss, and just started throwing punches. So, um, from a NFL standpoint, like it's just completely stupid play, and uh, a game suspension is well deserved for this. Um, from a fantasy standpoint, I'm actually okay with this because that means he's me resting up in week, you know, 13, giving me a nice fresh. Uh, <laughs> run into week 14 if I make the playoffs, which I think I'm in pretty good standing. Uh, but the big news from the Jaguars I want to get into is uh, they also fired their off- offensive coordinator and they benched Blake Bortles all within the same week. So th- they're losing their running back, their quarterback, and their offensive coordinator. So it kind of leaves the whole like, Jaguars offense up in the air. and we'll, We don't know what really to expect from them you know, going into this week, uh, let alone the next few weeks into the fantasy playoffs.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, firing the OC—that hmm. you know—I think that'll really help fix the offense, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the problem is your quarterback I, I did, sucks. I, you know, yeah. Go ahead, Bill.
1: I was going to say I did hear that about the offensive coordinator. <laughs> when I heard it, I kind of did a double take. Like, you did what at, at, at this point in the season? Now you're going to fire your offensive coordinator? Um, and then the the Fournette. Uh, I was watching the NFL network and they said that he sprinted across pretty much the whole field to get the uh, buffalo player whoever whoever was that they, he was boxing with but uh-huh. uh, he went out of his way to to try and punch this guy with a helmet on and uh, and he's he's got a one game suspension but uh, according to what I'm hearing is he's trying to fight it so that one game suspension might not happen this week depending on you know whether they have a hearing on it right away or not but i, I don't see where he can stand a chance of getting out of the suspension uh, after running completely across the field to go and jump <laughs> on this guy it's like you know what, what the hell were you thinking you Exactly. And then after that, well it just fired the offensive coordinator, so you know. So are they just, you know, kissing the rest of the season goodbye or you know, what's their thinking on that?
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean they they probably have no chance <laughs> obviously at the playoffs. I think the Texans what have won eight in a row now and, and are sitting atop top of that and the Colts have been playing well and uh even the Titans are better than them too. So um yeah, there's real no no chance and I guess they'll have to, to see what um but maybe they got in Cody Kessler or, or not, um, and and who knows? We'll see. But um, all I know is that 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 offense should play well, especially if I pick up the defense they're playing. Um, that they should they should play really good. So um, I'll maybe steer clear of that. So, um, but yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. Like you said, Bill, if he if he um, you know I know he's going to try to appeal it. Um, but it should go pretty quickly. I don't think the NFL wants anything to do with with these kind of on-field fights and stuff, too. So um, no. I don't think they'll let it linger linger at all. And I, I'm pretty sure he'll still get the you know the one-game suspension. So. Um, yeah, well, uh, I do think the
2: uh, Colts are available on the waivers. So, so uh, go ahead and pick them up, and you can get right. you can get your usual you know three oh, to five I'll points. Play them. So, I'll play
0: them. It, it, it'll know. be a beauty, beautiful <laughs> matchup, right? You know, no four net. Did you say minus three to <laughs> minus, minus five three. points? Minus three uh, to
2: minus five. Potentially, points. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As long as it doesn't exceed five points, that's that's Nathan's that's max right. for that's, defenses. That's perfect, right? I mean, yeah, it looks like an excellent <laughs> yeah. matchup. Jaguars, backup quarterback, no four net, fired their OC. So, yeah, three to five points is what that defense <laughs> will get. Um, all right, let's move on to the third down. And um, we kind of had two, two pretty impressive quarterback um, or at least streaks, because uh, I don't know if their performances were were amazing at all. At least, um, at least maybe Mariota's wasn't as amazing. But Philip Rivers started the game uh, against the Cardinals, completing his first twenty five passes. So twenty five passes in a row, and he ended up finishing twenty five of twenty six. So I think he was like ninety seven percent or something. Completion percentage was so it broke. Um, it broke a record for the consecutive passes to start um, to start a game with twenty five, and then uh, Marcus Mariota um, against uh, the Texans. He actually started, I think, almost 20, um, 19 or twenty in a row, and then he threw an incompletion um, and ended up twenty two of twenty three uh, in that game as well. But obviously, that was in a losing a losing effort, and they only scored seventeen points anyway. In a, in a kind of a blowout uh, to to the Texans anyway. So, so we had some two. Um, Two pretty good streaks going with that. And, and uh, yeah, the one with Phillip Rivers actually wasn't technically a record. Uh, he tied uh, Ryan Tannehill, who also had 25 uh, passes completed in a row. Um, he just had a couple of incompletions, I think, to start the game. But but anyway, I think uh, Bill and I were talking, uh, Chris, about it. If, if you have a record as a quarterback and you're tied with Ryan Tannehill, you should just get the record anyway, right? Oh, absolutely.
2: (laughs) Go ahead and just erase it from there. Just kind of
0: erase Ryan Tannehill off there. Someone tied it at least, so we can just kind of remove him, right? (laughs) Scratch
1: Tannehill's name off of the the whole record and pretend it wasn't there.
0: Exactly. So, but yeah, Chris, what were your kind of thoughts seeing that? I I know that, um, you know, it's obviously against our, our Cardinals, or, you know, most of us are at least somewhat Cardinals fans, and he just ripped them to shreds
2: yeah of course it happened against the cardinals right, right. exactly um, but so uh like when i first saw these numbers i thought there'd be a lot of dump off passes mm-hmm. uh like eckler and gordon had a pretty good games so i thought there was just a lot of like you know R V dump offs well behind the line of scrimmage were up to five yard passes but um Mariota was actually slinging it a few times he uh he had a couple long shots downfield, and Rivers actually hit uh, Mike Williams in the end zone a few times too downfield. The so mm. there was actually some pretty good. These guys just had, I guess, just really good games, um, and were able to hit their their targets. Um, a couple of the receivers though had uh, some pretty nice catches that were kind of a bad throws, but they were able to keep their their quarterbacks on track for the streak. Uh, one thing I did like from the post game interviews with Rivers though, he first thing he did was thank all of his receivers, saying, like, you know, obviously he couldn't done with done it without him. just shows uh, he's a really good guy. So, yeah, I, I was pretty impressed by both these guys.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, your receivers have to bail you out, you know, probably at least a couple of times, you know, if you're going to throw that many, um, you know, passes c- completed too. So, uh, Bill, what, what were your thoughts too?
1: I don't know. Did you guys get a chance to see the uh, Fox pregame show? Um Terry Bradshaw was talking about how he's never met Philip Rivers. And he's been and they went back and they actually showed four or five different clips of him over the last four or five years saying, I've never met this guy. You know, never had a chance to interview him. And so he actually sat down and interviewed him. And it was a pretty good interview. And Bradshaw said, you know, this guy is just a a really good down-to-earth guy, <clears throat> and then, uh, boy, the game started, and and, and, and he was hotter than uh, than all get go. And uh, at halftime, they made a comment. The uh, the crew got together, and I don't know if it was Jimmy Donson or somebody made a comment about. Uh, how many other quarterbacks in the league have you not met yet? And maybe you should meet them next week so they can go <laughs> off and have a crazy 25-for-25 25 25, uh, uh, game.
0: That's uh, true. So
1: I don't know. Did you guys get a chance to see the uh, the, the uh, Fox pregame show?
0: No. <clears throat> no, I didn't. No,
1: same here. Yeah, so they had, though, anyway, Terry Bradshaw did a, uh, a piece on Phillip Rivers. Uh, and it, it was a pretty good piece.
0: That's true, though. Yeah, maybe he can interview um, yeah, Ben Roethlisberger or something, um, as long as he's not in that car crash we were talking about earlier. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe it was Bradshaw that was in
1: the car crash. Maybe. I don't
0: know. Maybe. <laughs> so... All right, let's move on to, to fourth down, and um, that's usually our, our injury down. So we'll, we'll go through the list of um, there were some pretty pretty key ones. Not anything um, crazy that jumps out, other than um, obviously I think the biggest news obviously was the Melvin Gordon um, issue. He has an MCL sprain, um, and they're saying uh, week to week he might be back next week or not. But this was a really interesting one though, because he was he was kind of banged up. He's kind of been banged up the last couple weeks has played through it and then this week they said there was a good chance that he wasn't going to play it's going to be game time decision and he they took he talked to you know the coaches and the doctors into letting him play against the cardinals uh i don't know why (laughs) why would they let him play against the cardinals um and what does he do he goes out and um sprains his mcl and they're talking about they might even shut him down until until the playoffs uh depending on how well they do in the next couple weeks so that one was obviously a huge um one for um you know, for fantasy as well. Uh, anytime you lose a top five running back uh, for a couple of weeks, especially going into the playoffs, that, that's definitely a big, uh, big killer. Um, and then and that's that's team
1: cannon, correct?
0: Yeah, and that's Mike's team. Um, yeah, that's so Mike's team. That's, losing that's,
1: a, that's a tough shot. To, this lose,
0: late in the season, losing a backup, losing his, you know, top five running back um, for his team is a big shot. And um, and then I obviously have Austin Eckler, who I've held on. Too long enough, I guess, and so hopefully it'll pay off now. To um, it would finally be worth it, huh? so so we'll see. Hopefully, um, I know that they have some juicy matchups coming up too, um, and so yeah, it'll be it'll be tough to to lose Gordon, especially with those those matchups coming up too in the playoffs. So um, another key one was Jack Doyle. Um, this was kind of a one that kind of sprang up after the game, and no one really knew why. And they thought he might be out maybe a week or two, and then they just they just put him right on IR with it with a kidney. Um, and so hopefully everything's okay, you know, with that I'm mean, talking about, you know, organs and stuff instead of, you know, knees and, and arms and stuff. Um, and so, yeah, so the, they'll lose the, the tight end for the, for the Colts. And, and I mean, it's maybe more for, uh, for you, Chris, for, you know, Ebron and, and Hilton maybe. Um, so that was kind of a big one. Yeah. Jack Doyle is a,
2: is a great, uh, rush blocker, you know, and, um, uh, with Marlon Mack going down with a concussion, too. Yeah. I think that really does open up for uh, Andrew Luck to start slinging it. So hopefully that really boosts. That's good for me with Hilton and Ebron. Maybe Ebron might be able to get a little bit more of the snap count now. You know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, know He did get two uh, touchdowns true. last week, so hopefully they put him in a little more consistently, and it you know, pays off for the rest of the year, hopefully.
0: Yeah, well, now you know that they'll play him so much that like he won't do anything. <laughs>
2: exactly yeah (laughs) because he's
0: been he's been like he's been amazing limited what 25 snap you know percentage-ish and just cut touchdown after touchdown after touchdown so you would think that it would be you know a great a great thing for for ebron for sure so um because we yeah we know that luck loves his tight ends that's for sure so um then a couple other kind of minor ones that um that you know probably weren't starters in our league but marvin jones um for the um uh, for the lions wide receiver is out they put just put him on ir because of the knee um and so there's another lions uh, receiver um you know we've been talking a lot lately bill on this on the podcast about why they started why they got rid of golden tate and their offense just just starts just to look awful now and obviously yeah, marvin jones agree, now. yeah you know. and and so you know the lions are pretty much done and then andy Dalton um, with his finger, he broke his finger on his on his throwing hand, and so he's on IR. And so, um, and so, yeah, we'll see um, how well that offense does. Maybe if Green comes back, um, AJ Green comes back from his injury. Um, Cody Kessler, um, who's their backup quarterback in uh, Cincinnati? Red Driscoll or something? Driscoll, that's right, that's right. I'm, I keep getting yeah. him and Kessler yeah. mixed up. Yeah, Driscoll, and he actually played pretty well. I mean, they they came back and scored a couple touchdowns and. Um, so who knows it'll be interesting to see this this week how that offense works and um, you know does it translate into our fantasy playoffs for the rest of the Bengals on that team so um, so yeah I mean besides the one we talked about obviously with you Chris and um, and Doyle and and me with uh, Melvin Gordon uh, did any of these guys uh, injuries jump out at you Uh, Bill we'll start with you well
1: in Detroit that uh, uh, Jones Jr. that Mm I mean that team's already depleted offensively. Um, is Stafford's going to probably have to throw the ball up in the air and then run down the field and catch it himself. That's <laughs> that's it's sad over there. What uh, what happened
2: to that offense? And I don't
0: know. That's true. Yeah, Chris, what about you?
2: Yeah, I already kind of touched a little bit on Doyle, but with Andy Dalton, I picked him up last week. I kind of threw a little bit of money at him too. Mm-hmm. Uh, hoping to be, he would be a good backup for me going in the playoffs. Um, he had a really good schedule. Uh, yeah, the Chargers, Oakland, Cleveland for the last three games. So, um, yep. So now I got to find another backup for my uh, for Cam just in case he goes down. But um, it'd be interesting to see kind of what what Driscoll does. See how he does against uh, Denver, which can be a tough defense. Um, and then you know, see how he goes into the playoffs. But I'm is that game of, in Denver? I think it's in Cincinnati. Oh, it is in Cincinnati, okay. Yep. Um, another thing to watch out for, too, is A.J. Green's coming back this week, I think. Yeah. And uh, we want to see how his production is with Driscoll compared to, to Green. So that'll be one to watch out for.
0: Yeah, that's true. It would be interesting to how, see how well it works for yeah for Green and, and for Boyd and for Mixon and um, even their tight end, Uzama. Yeah. Um, you know we'll see, we'll see how well it does so maybe after this week you can kind of really get a good gauge going into maybe week 14 on, on how well it'll look because yeah that schedule is is pretty good and it'll be very favorable for um, for their fantasy offense so um, all right well that concludes our, our four downs uh, segment um, yeah let's jump right into the week 12 recap um, and we'll look at uh, some of the matchups Uh, From this week, Uh, we'll kind of touch on some some big ones. We'll kind of gloss over some other ones that were kind of you know some blowouts and everything. So, uh, Chris, since you're our guest today, we'll actually start with yours. And um, man, scored 190 uh, points again. I think that's what two weeks in a row scoring 190. So yeah, you've been killing it the last couple weeks, and um, we've really kind of seen uh, Team Gronky punch. uh, just kind of fall, just kind of fall flat the last couple of weeks. Uh, so, um, yeah, you beat him 192 to 119 um, and a half. So uh, you're talking about you know 70 plus point um, spread with, with that. And uh, yeah, you had obviously the huge day from from McCaffrey. Um, you know, great days from Cam and your receivers and everything too. So um, yeah, I'm sure you're probably pretty happy with the uh, performance.
2: Yeah, of course. I'm I'm more excited to just get out of my funk. All year long, I've been you know lose win lose win the yeah. whole season up until these past two weeks so finally I break that little funk and you know get some momentum going into the playoffs so hopefully to hopefully it keeps up and i can make a good run this year
0: yeah yeah i mean yeah kudos to you i mean great week um yeah you've been yeah you've been killing it lately like you said uh, kind of get on the, the winning streak right at the right time with these points and, and players getting hot too so um yeah, we'll have to see uh, this coming week and uh, who comes out on top, but we'll get to that later. (laughs) Um, Are you you going (laughs) to ask
1: me how I feel about that?
0: Yeah, so let's go to the – oh, how you feel about – Chris, yeah, go ahead.
1: Chris scoring 192 points.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
1: I'm still crying. (laughs) I know. I'm Losing. 190
0: to 199. Talking to a, yeah, we're talking to. How the to hell another, does that happen? <laughs> we're talking to okay. another. Uh,
1: I'm off that soapbox. Go ahead.
0: No, yeah, I mean we're we're talking to another 190 point score um, on the podcast as well, right? Just yep. uh, you know, just you're zero and one when you've scored 190 points. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that's still amazing. That'll be the, probably the worst, you know, highest, lo- highest loss for sure that I've, we've seen in a long, long time in our, you know, in our league. So, uh, all right, well, Bill, that just moves us right into, uh, our matchup this week. And so, um, looks like you have a nice big, um, 24 pack case, uh, Moosehead coming to your door because, um, yeah, you put a pretty good whooping on me. Uh, you scored 158.9 and I only scored 121.4. Um, and, yeah, you had, um, obviously, I think the two big ones were, you know, Barkley and, and Elliott, um, you know, definitely uh, carried you guys to victory with, obviously, Philip Rivers um, playing really big as well against the Cardinals too. So, um, yeah, congrats, kudos on the uh, the victory. So uh, how would you feel after it?
1: That is a ice-cold uh, case of beer, right?
0: As ice-cold as I can get it in the mail. I- ice-cold, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> But.
1: No, I I, uh, I felt pretty good because I again, uh, and I, I had mentioned this a couple of podcasts ago that I pretty much had to win out and score a lot of points just to make the playoffs, and so uh, that uh, 158 points uh, is gonna is gonna help me uh, move up a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It definitely puts you at six and six, six and six that dropped me to seven and five too. So <clears throat> obviously a little later in the show too, we'll get into, um, you know, playoff scenarios and win loss records and stuff too. But, but yeah, you had a really strong week, 150, 58 points. Um, you know, more often than not, we'll get you, <laughs> we'll get you the victory and stuff too. And it did this week too. So, um, kudos to you on that. Um, all right, let's move on to, um, let's see, which one do we want to hit? Um, Let's go to the oh, let's go to the team cannon one, and and this is another one that right right where you were talking, Bill, you're you're um, sitting there thinking you got to start winning out and scoring a lot of points, and um, Dolphin's probably thinking the same thing too. Um, he was sitting at five and six going into the matchup against Team Cannon, who's obviously what, nine and two going in, um, and just couldn't pull off the victory. So Team Cannon scored one hundred sixty one, um, Dolphins scored one hundred thirty five, and um, yeah, just just kind of ran into a. Uh, Another good team, and and so it took the loss, and 135, you know, it it seems like it's not getting it done a lot lately in our league with a lot of the the high-scoring, you know, teams that we've seen. And so, yeah, that kind of put him back a little bit, and obviously Cannon had the big week from, you know, Amari Cooper on Thanksgiving, you know, who who had actually seen that coming. (laughs) Um, You know, usually he does.
1: 43 points. Usually. 43
0: fantasy points. Right? Usually he does that on your bench. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's usually doing that on somebody's bench for sure. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So Mike actually had him in the lineup th- this week uh, with that too. So yeah. So it drops back, uh, drops Dolph Ant back to five and seven, and he's pretty much looking at uh, hopefully scoring a lot of points this next week to, to get in the playoffs. Um, and so, yeah, moves team cannon to 10 and two and, and pretty much locks up that, um, that number one overall seed, um, you know, th- this uh, playoff season. So yeah, um, so yeah, and then there's another matchup too. Um let's go to the Chi Town one, because Chi Town went moved up to six and six. So he's been playing really well, scoring a lot of points. He uh scored 173 points and uh, defeated Kill Ant, who scored 120.9 points and, and kinda dropped Kill Ant down to four and eight and, and um kinda ended his little um kind of mini winning streak that he was going on to. Yeah. yeah. And we thought that maybe he had a chance of maybe getting in the playoffs. It was super slim. But maybe being six and seven might might you know make it happen, and and obviously it won't. Uh, so it drops him to four and eight, and he's pretty much out of the playoffs and out of the points. Um, but yeah, Chitown got a great uh, a great week from obviously Juju Smith-Schuster scored forty one. Um, you know Drew Brees kept slinging it, and um, and yeah, he had good weeks from uh, Mike Evans and Boyd and Chubb. So um, yeah, another another great week for him, and moves him to six and six, and one game out of the. Um, out of that third and fourth spot for records. So, um, so yeah, it was another good good week for Chi Town. Um, and then the last one that we want to get to real quick is um, <laughs> Breezy and uh, me and Mahomes' matchup. So, Breezy um, scored 116.7, beating Mahomes 116.6. Uh, we we're talking about maybe 0. 0.1 or even less than 0. 0.1. Um, and just another, just Bad loss for me and Mahomes too. Um, and I actually looked it up. I didn't know if you guys knew this, but um, he's actually lost three games this year by less than one point.
2: Oh, I did not know that. Wow, that's, that's <laughs> pretty crazy.
0: Yeah. Like, so even three games. Three three games he's lost by less. I, I think I beat him one week by .8 or something, and gronky beat him by point four, and then this this matchup here he lost by oh, point point wow. one. So, um, and the crazy thing is, is all three of those, there was never like a stat correction, you know, to where it kind of maybe moves him back in the first place or knocks the other team down, and um, so you could be talking about maybe he's sitting at you know, you know, four and eight um, instead of one and eleven um, kind of thing too. So, um, so unfortunately, you know, me and Mahomes, you know, we feel for you a little bit because I didn't realize that until I looked it up this week. <laughs> That's got to be some pretty tough pills to swallow. Um, you know, I think we've all been there maybe once a season, but to happen three times in a, in a season, it's got to just drive you crazy.
1: Yeah, that's for sure.
0: So, um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see how, how he finishes off the, you know, the regular season next week. Um, and we'll get into that as we, as we kind of preview, um, you know, some of the week uh, 13 matchups uh, this week. So, um, anything at all, um, kind of jump out at you guys with, with any of these matchups or, or are you guys ready to move on?
2: Well, I think I'm ready to move on. This is kind of like a good uh, one to end on, so we can kind of segue into the next uh, segment. Okay.
0: Yeah, Bill, yeah. anything?
2: We can move. Yeah, we can move
0: on. Okay. Perfect. All right. Yeah, we can get right into um, the ghost of Anquan Bolden. Um, and so it's kind of our bench MVPs uh, of the week. Um, so last week, uh, Bill, you kind of gave the award uh, to yourself just for scoring 190 and losing to uh, to, to our guest this week, uh, Chris. Um, but uh, mainly um, I think we ended up giving most of the award to me for uh, basically benching Cohen instead of Ingram and giving me and Mahomes is still his only win of the the season so far. Um, But for this week, uh, we thought we'd stick um, to kind of this maybe uh, couple – uh, options of who gets the bolden, and, and maybe come up um, with kind of giving out, out as as kind of a judge and jury kind of thing too. And so, Chris, since you're our guest this week, um, we're going to give you two options, and you kind of be the judge and jury, and and uh, you rule on who gets the uh, bolden award this week. Right, good for you. Yeah, let's, let's do it. All right, perfect. So, um, so first up, we got two choices. Um, first up was obviously me and Mahomes. Um, losing by point one he had Demaryius Thomas on his bench Chris Carson on his bench outscoring you know a couple of his starters so he had a couple different choices you know um, that that maybe were um, maybe weekly starters for him at least for Carson seemed like it was a weekly starter for him Um, but he had him on his bench this week and and obviously losing by one to the second best team in in the league you know at least record wise uh, was obviously a tough pill to swallow like I said um and so yeah first up is me and Mahomes with that loss and second up was was yours truly um who I think I lost by um maybe about 30 points and I don't think there were any real moves that I could have made to get me over the hump against Bill scoring 158 points Um, but my bench actually did outscore my starters, 124 to 121 this week. So um, my bench overall played really well, amazingly, <laughs> and um, and I, I could have just put them out there and I still would have lost, but um, they outscored my starters. Uh, so I don't know what that says about my bench or my starters. I don't know.
1: <laughs> but um, <laughs> should have played your bench,
0: right? Exactly. I don't know. You know who knows. Um, but anyway, Chris, um, we'll go ahead and uh, and let you rule who gets the award this week.
2: Yeah, looking at that, 124 points on your bench to 121 points on your starting—that's that, pretty impressive. <laughs> thank um, you,
0: thank you, I appreciate
2: it. <laughs> you know, right, yeah. and uh, like like you said, if you would have made all the right choices, though, if you would have put in uh, Michelle Eckler, all these different guys who kind of went off on your bench, uh, you still would have been, I think, about four to five points short of Bill. Yeah, uh, and still would have just just missed that. So. um, it could have helped out in the points and stuff, but man, losing by point one, That's you sad. really, you really can't beat that. Yeah. And uh, whether you play Thomas or Carson, I, I, I'm sorry, I have to give this one back to uh, back to Mahomes. Um, yeah, if you would have switched out either his RB wide receiver or his uh, maybe popped him in and flex or something like that, yeah. he could have uh, he could have pulled out that win. <laughs> so uh, looks like the trophy is going back to
0: Mahomes this week. That's that's true. Uh, sorry. so Bill, you're kind of the honorary chairman of the of the of the award. Uh, <laughs> uh, so do you, you agree with Chris's decision?
1: Yes, I agree with Chris's decision, and Mahomes, uh, the Bolden award will be f- Bolden will be floating around in your backyard. You will <laughs> have the award uh, in your possession. So, yeah, goes to so- Mahomes. All right. Yeah. So me and Mahomes.
0: Me and Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah. Bolden and Mahomes. Right. Bolden and Mahomes. <laughs> bolden and bolden Mahomes <laughs> this week. So, all right. Yeah. We'll have to look that up, uh, Bill. Maybe for next week or the week after after that. And we'll have to tally up all the awards and see who's, who took who's taken the uh, Bolden Award home the most. Because um, I think Mahomes might be creeping up, maybe on Dolphant uh, who I think's gotten a couple times. And so we'll have to see. Maybe after after week thirteen, we'll have to see a regular season Bolden Award um you know who 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 that ultimate award goes out to or something so
1: okay, um, well, if it gets close, we we'll just give uh Dolph Ant a couple of extra yeah, awards that sounds good just to make sure that he, <laughs> he wins it you know?
0: that's good I'm sure he'd be just fine with that, so that, that, He'll be uh, fine that, with that yeah. and
1: you know, speaking of um, his his butthole over there in miami <laughs> he uh he uh took a thumping this week too, didn't he
0: He did. Yeah, he did. I mean, that that just just what a disaster, right? <laughs> yeah. There.
1: He, he will be considered now the great butthole, or
0: just it, uh, can't
1: be just regular butthole. It,
0: it's got to be bordering on the great butthole. The great butthole, yeah, yeah. Mister Great Butthole, or something. Maybe throw or Mr. something like yeah, Mister.
1: Yeah, that could be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. So if it gets
1: if the if it gets close to the amount of awards. Uh, Given to a particular team, we got to somehow bump up his, you know, either add or subtract or do something uh, to make sure that uh, that uh, Kill Ant gets it. Right. Yeah, you mean Dolphin? I mean Dolphin, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, we can give it to Kill Ant, too. <laughs> we'll it, we got give it to both ants. But hey, yeah,
1: they could split it.
0: But, Dolph, but Dolphin, <laughs> Dolphin for sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to. The ants, yeah. Yeah, we'll give it just to the ants. Who
1: won the Ant ball.
0: Who did win? Who did win the Ant Bowl? I think it was. I think it was Dolph. I'm pretty sure. All right, we'll have to go. Well, we'll save that, Bill. That's a that's a great. Uh, maybe okay, at the end yes. of the year awards <laughs> or something, we can talk about who, who won the <laughs> yeah, uh, Bolden Awards and the Ant Bowl and stuff like that. That's good. I'm glad you brought that yeah, we're up. We're going to
1: so. have to combine a few things there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can do <laughs> a special podcast um, show just just about awards and stuff, um, and we'll come up with a catchy title or something for it. And, um, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Cool. Uh, 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 this year, uh, Dolphin won the do- uh, ample. Won the ample. We won by okay. uh,
2: okay. less less than a point.
0: Oh, that's I do problem. remember that. That's right.
2: What week was that? Uh, that was Week Nine. It was one fifteen point five to one
0: fourteen point eight. I do, so it was super close. Right. Yeah. yeah. I do remember that. <laughs> I do remember that's that. funny. That's that's perfect. Yeah, it, that, that's 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 the exact score that we probably sh- we should have guessed for for the, how crazy this season's been. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, that's right. True. all right, good. Yeah, thanks, Chris, for for looking that up too. That that's perfect. So, um, I'm sure Dolphin enjoys at least hearing that maybe he wasn't on the wrong side of that. <laughs> <this week. laughs> exactly. So, all right, sounds good. Let's go to um, Christmas uh, in July, I'm talking about maybe a little early Christmas um, since we actually haven't done the waiver wire. Um, report yet or put any um or at least see if our bids have passed through and and see if we've won any players or not so um yeah it's always obviously one of the most exciting times you know of the week and since we are recording on Tuesday I thought we would um do a little passer play um kind of game and and we've had a couple of the top players at maybe each position that are um that are available and then I think Bill's got some of the the top names. So Bill's going to kind of read off some names for, um, for us, Chris, um, and then Bill can probably chime in too. But um, I thought it'd be, um, that'd be kind of fun too. I, I think last time we did it on a Tuesday, we kind of did a little bidding war and stuff too, and kind of see who, um, see who won, but we're getting close to playoffs and stuff too. So we want to make sure that, um, you know, we don't give too much, you know, away for, for anybody that's really trying to push hard for points and stuff too. So I thought we'd play a pass or play or 99 cents special. Um, so here's how here's how the game works. Bill will, Bill will give us a, a name, and um, Chris and I can, can basically say pass as uh, yeah no thank you you know maybe he's going to be too expensive or I don't need him kind of thing or maybe um, play like like you're gonna maybe you'll put a bid for him in and you'll try to try to get you know said player to to maybe plug in this week um, or ninety nine cent special to where maybe you know he's not worth too much but you'll throw a buck at him and and uh, you know. And see what happens hopefully you don't tie with let's anybody. see if you get them yeah. yeah yeah hopefully you don't tie with anybody and uh you know lose out on a on a, a fab tiebreaker or anything but um, but yeah so um yeah chris uh, that uh, game sound good to you yeah yep let's go for it all right perfect bill you uh you ready i thought we'd start with quarterbacks and we'll go all the way through defenses and then uh, and then we'll be done because that's all the positions we really need right right <laughs> okay, so, so I, I'm uh, I'm running here with the
1: quarterbacks Alright, let's do it And so the available quarterbacks The, the top available quarterbacks right now Is uh, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, Blake Bortles Matthew Stafford And then uh, There's there's one down here That's kind of interesting uh, Carson Wentz Baker Mayfield are all available if you need a quarterback next week. All right. So I, you want to start with uh, Fitzpatrick?
2: Yeah, pass. Yeah, I want to pass. I mean, hopefully he plays a full game, but he's been going back and forth all season, so I want to pass too. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I, I would pass on him also. Uh, if I was going to take a chance on, uh, if I needed a quarterback and I was going to take a chance, uh they're playing Carolina this week, and so I, I I'm definitely not going to go, go that route. So I would, I would pass on that. <clears throat> and we got uh, Blake Bortles. What's yeah?
0: What, what's more? What, what's um, what's what's more harsh than pass? Because <laughs> <I laughs> um, that's my pass, answer. <laughs> I'll
1: piss on it. <laughs> Perfect. Oh yeah. Maybe, uh, there you go. Uh,
0: that's my answer. Just kind
1: of throwing that out there, you know. That's my but answer. That, that's where I'm at.
0: That's my answer. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's a hard, hard pass. I hard, mean, hard, pass. A hard pass. Yeah.
0: A hard pass. All right. Perfect.
1: <laughs> hey, we're back to that gambling again. I
0: know. You know
1: uh, hard pass when you're playing uh, uh, craps at Vegas.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's and true. Yeah. So,
1: okay. but that's a hard pass. I, yep. I agree. That's... All right. Then we have uh, Matthew Stafford. Which, you know, after this deal with uh, Jones Jr. going down now, like I said, if he could throw the ball up in the air, run underneath it and catch it, then his team has a chance. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, what do you guys... I'm a pass on Stafford.
2: Yeah, um, I want to say at least a 99-cent special. I mean, if he had Tate... I would say he's definitely a a pick a pickup for the week, but um without Tate with that that they traded Tate away, uh with Jones going down, I'd say you'd be an okay uh, ninety nine cent special.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass. Um I think um, I see where you're going with the, the 99 cent special, but um you know, maybe maybe a free ad after or something. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I'll do a pass, especially with the Jones Jr., and they got rid of Tate, and they got Galladay, and that's, a, that's about it. So I'll do a pass on that one.
1: Okay, and I, I passed on it also. So then we have uh, Eli Manning, uh, but they're playing Chicago. Uh, the, the, I guess the only good thing about it is that they're playing at home so that they don't have to cry very far to get home. You know, then it's not like they have to get on an airplane and fly back <laughs> to Chicago. But so I'm a pass on uh, Eli Manning.
0: Yeah, that's a hard pass.
1: Yep, that's passed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then and then after that, there's uh, Carson Wentz, yeah. and they're playing Washington though. Washington's a tough team. They're yeah, they're they one are. of
2: those borderline teams <laughs> that I think are pretty hungry this year. Um. Yeah, they can def- definitely give up a lot of points to quarterbacks. Um, but Wentz really hasn't been playing well the past few weeks, so uh, I want to say pass on Wentz.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a, that's you would you wouldn't have thought that you'd be saying that you know by week twelve thirteen with Wentz, but I'm going to say pass too. Their 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 schedule looks pretty brutal, and yeah, Washington's no not a not a bad defense either. So uh, their their offense doesn't look very good. So yeah, I'm a pass. So, I, okay. think you, I think you have so, one more, Bill.
1: Yeah, just go uh, one more on the uh, quarterback thing, and that's uh, Baker Mayfield. Uh, they're playing Houston this week. Hmm. And uh, as much as I like the guy uh, playing Houston's defense, I I believe they're playing uh, in Houston. So, I'm going to pass on that one also. That's, that's a tough uh, game, road game.
0: Yeah, I think for me this would be a ninety nine cent special. You know, maybe just throw it out there, see if anybody else bids anything, and if I if I win it, great. If I don't, you know, I'm not going to be too disappointed. But but the, yeah, that the Texans one scares me a little bit too because I think that defense is starting to play pretty well, and um, and yeah, I know I don't know how well their schedule is moving forward, but the Texans might scare me off from maybe do, going from a you know play standpoint where I might start bidding some serious money, and so yeah, I'll stick with ninety nine cent special.
2: Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with the same thing. Uh, 99 ninety nine ten special. Uh, it's not a favorable matchup against Houston, but uh, he does scramble a lot. And I know mm-hmm. the pocket was collapsing pretty fast on Mariota last night. Yeah. Um. But if he does scramble, I mean, he could get some rushing yards. So I'll, I'll say a 99-10
0: special. Yeah, cool. That's, that's good, but Yeah. All right. You got. Um. Let's do maybe like uh, two running backs bill you got maybe two of the hottest maybe names or, or something on the on the waiver wire too for us
1: okay well i'm, I'm gonna look down the uh, waiver wire list there and i'm gonna go with uh, Javarius allen for baltimore uh, they're playing at atlanta and we all know atlanta's defense has been pretty banged up this year and um that, that might be a, a decent pickup uh, that that would be my ninety nine cent special for running backs.
2: That's, it, it, yeah. Go yeah, ahead, Chris. If I, if I need a running back, it's a possible ninety nine cent special. But uh, with Gus Edwards breaking out, I want to go ahead and pass on this one.
0: Yeah, I think it's a pass for me too. Um, although that matchup with the the Falcons is is enticing, and I think if you would add, maybe if we had to get this question, maybe a month ago. Then it would it might have been a nine nine cent special or a play because he might have you know had to, had a more of a role and stuff too at least in the passing game against that crappy Falcons defense. But um, yeah, it'll be a pass for me.
1: Okay, and then uh, after Allen, I've got uh, Carlos Hyde, uh, Jacksonville <coughs> running back, and they're playing Indy, uh, who we talked about uh, Indy last week has been a pretty. Uh, uh pretty uh, pretty good team, uh kind of surprising uh team so far
0: this year. Um, um yeah, I think uh obviously you now he's on the, the Jaguars too, and so everybody thought he was just dead going from, you know, the Browns where he's kind of the starter to Jacksonville is kinda third string, but obviously with the net suspension and stuff too. Um I just I just worry about their their offense and he doesn't catch the ball and um and like you said the colts um you know if i needed running back like really really bad um i might play but um i think he would just be a pass for me
2: yeah with the uh for the change at quarterback they might be running it more often they might want to that's true more of a, a heavier back than like a passing down back like yeldon so I would say he's a possible play this week huh. um especially against Indy, who's twentieth against the uh running back position, so yeah I'd say he's a good pickup uh for the week at least until uh fournette comes back
1: so you would buy
0: yeah i i'd uh buy think, him you know, and possibly a, play this be good play hide yeah i mean i think you're if you were like if you were hurting and you and maybe fournette and you had nobody else. You know, to plug in, or you know, or if you had maybe, was, maybe if it was more of a bye week thing where you had a couple of people on bye and you you needed to, I think he's definitely just a one week, you know, fill in for sure. Right. Uh, but Absolutely, yeah, I, he would I be agree. he would I, be I one would, to play I would, I for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> if, if,
2: if I didn't have the other two running backs on the same team and I was hurting their RB, I'd say he's a pickup. But
0: yeah, that's about and Yeldon. So yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. That's true. That was so good Do one.
2: you want to go one
1: more running back, or do you have Yeah, one? why not? Running yeah,
0: back. yeah. Do you have a good one?
1: Okay. Um, how about? Uh, how about Doug Martin? I thought you might pick that. Against, that, that was a good against against Kansas City, uh, in Kansas City. Oh. And that Oakland Kansas City matchup—that's always a—that's a
2: rivalry yeah. type matchup.
0: Yeah, Chris, do you want to go first on this one?
2: Yeah, um, I want to go ahead and say pass. I mean, Kansas City is coming off a bye week. It's in Kansas City. Gruden just doesn't know what he's doing this year. <laughs> um, yeah, that's for sure. You know, um, they really haven't had any kind of offense at all. So I want to go ahead and uh, pass on pass on Martin.
0: Yeah, I think for me, he'd he'd probably be a 99 cent special. If I needed somebody, maybe not this week, but maybe just you know in case of. Kind of thing i mean i don't need any any running backs um obviously but um but i think he's an interesting one but maybe not for this week i think like you said chris she's coming off a buy at home um that raiders offense you never really know how well they're gonna play uh, but he has played well i mean you got to give the guy some some credit everybody thought he was just completely done and dead and you know and everything especially when they when the um raiders um uh, picked him up before the before the offseason you know john gruden's picking up all these you know Guys from back in like, you know, two thousand six, two thousand seven, when he used to coach, kind of thing, and um, he's actually played pretty well. And I was surprised he was on waivers though, because I think chi Town used to have him. I think he just must have dropped. I think him he this just week. got dropped. So, um, so and he had a decent game, but he's kind of he's pretty touchdown dependent too, though. If he doesn't get you a touchdown, he'll get you. You know, sixty yards and, and maybe a catch or two. So, um, so yeah, for for me, he would maybe would be a ninety-nine cent special, and I'm sure you know it'd be those things where I'm sure I'd get outbid. So it'd probably turn into a pass anyway. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, Bill, what do you think? Is that a, a play or a pass or? Um, That's maybe a
1: ninety-nine cent special. Yeah. If, if not, then it's a, it's a pass because it's. Like you said, it's a, a one week thing. If you needed somebody for a week, but he's not anybody to be uh, long long term on my bench. Yeah. So I I'd put him at the ninety nine cent special. Yeah.
0: All right. Yeah. Let's move on to um, wide receiver. Do you have a couple, two or three that? Um, I was looking to before we started. And didn't look too too promising, but you know, there's always dart throws at receiver. You know, you have a couple for us.
1: Yeah. Um, we can start out with uh, D.D. Westbrook, Jack. Jacksonville the wide receiver. They're playing Indy this week. Uh, it's a pass by me. I don't know what you guys think.
2: Um, for well, Indy's defense is seventh against the wide receiver, so they're okay against it. Plus, they're going to get with a Kessler as their starting quarterback. Um, I think they're going to be run heavy with Hyde and Yeldon this week, so I'm going to go ahead and pass on Westbrook. Yeah, not much passing going on there. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll pass too. Uh, I don't even know. I think there's going to be one of those wide receivers that will probably have a decent game, and uh, who knows which wide receiver that might be. So, uh, uh, yeah, that's a pretty easy pass. Okay. Well, the next one then would be uh, uh,
1: John Brown, Baltimore wide receiver, and they're playing Atlanta at Atlanta. Uh, you know, we talked earlier that uh, Atlanta's defense has been pretty banged up. So uh, I'm actually a buy on him.
0: Yeah, I think he's he'd kind of be a 99-cent special uh, for me. I, I could use maybe a, a just a depth wide receiver guy. Um, although um, I think with Lamar Jackson at quarterback – They've kind of been more run heavy too, and and before that with Flacco, I think he had a little more value and stuff. But, but I could see, like you said, they're playing Atlanta, and I know that they they have a great schedule against some bad defenses. And so, if they let you know if Lamar Jackson throws a little bit more, I think he's still probably the best receiver um, on that team. I think he's better than Michael Crabtree. At um, least faster, and maybe can get you downfield and stuff too. Um, but but for me, it'd probably be a pass.
2: Yeah, for me, uh, I want to say it's a 99 cent special. If if uh, Lamar Jackson breaks out this uh, at all this season, it's going to be against Atlanta, so mm-hmm. John Brown has potential to do well this game. Yep. But the past few games, he really hasn't had. He's had one reception in the past two games. Mm-hmm. Before that, it was three, so he's not that involved. Um, so I'd say I, I'd throw a 99-cent special at John Brown just because like I said, if Jackson breaks out, it's going to be this game. Um, he'd be a one-week streamer for me. Cool. All right.
1: So next on the list then would be uh, Adam Humphreys, uh, wide receiver for Tampa Bay. And they are playing, uh, let's see, they are playing Carolina. And uh, that's a, a pass on, on that because I'm, Kind of suspecting that uh, Fitz Magic <laughs> or Fitz used to be Magic uh, will be quarterbacking, and I just don't have a lot of confidence in that guy. So that's a that's a pass on uh,
2: Adam Humphrey. Yeah, it's a pass for me too. Um, Fitzpatrick, I mean, with him possibly getting benched halfway through the game like usual, and wins coming in, it just it's just a. It's a it's a crapshoot. You don't know who you're going to be who, – who's going to win that game, whether it's me, Evans going off or Humphreys or Jackson. Uh, I mean, with Jackson's going throwing the ball to him. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Who's going to throw the ball to him? I mean, with uh, with Howard and Jackson's injuries, I mean, he could have a little more potential, but I, I would pass on this.
0: Yeah, I, I'm probably with you. I, I'd probably be – it might be a 99-cent special for me. Yeah. Um, just just throwing a dart out there and <clears throat> seeing what, what might happen and maybe an injury or something, too. But um, but he's almost probably third or fourth on that team in target, you know, target distribution and stuff, too. And, um, yeah, with Winston, you know, maybe playing quarterback or if he gets benched and Fitzpatrick comes in, and, you know, we know that story, too. Um, yeah, he'd probably be a 99-cent special, but a guy that maybe I, I'm sure I might get outbid on and stuff, too. But kind of just a dart throw. um Kind of end of your bench, kind of wide receiver. So, um, yeah, I think that no, it's good. I think that um, I think we'll have to move on to um, you know the next position. And and Bill, we we're talking about uh, tight end. Do you do you want to do tight end?
1: <laughs> well, I think it would be more productive if I just told you who's not available,
0: right? Exactly. I mean, um, it it looks very slim. Why don't you give us? Why don't you pick maybe the. One tight end that that you think might um, have some interest for us, or, or be fun, and then uh, and then we'll we'll tell you pass or play.
1: Then we can move on. Yeah, okay, because uh, we know how uh, bad this position across the NFL has been yeah. decimated, and so uh, of the first five guys that are available. One of them is on IR. Well, actually, two of them are on IR. Uh-huh. So that tells you what kind of uh, pickings you have. Uh, you got, uh, and I, I'm really kind of disappointed in you, Nathan, dropping uh, uh, Trey Burton. Trey Boo-Boo. Trey Boo-Boo. Trey Boo-boo. Boo-boo. But, but he's he's available. Yeah. And, of course, you have the problem of uh, the Bears quarterback, uh, Trubisky's probably not going to be available this week. So, yeah. Uh, I, th- I think the guy out of the uh, out of the uh, mix here is uh, Jesse James. Uh, he had a pretty decent, okay game last week, but if you're hurting at the position of tight end right now, the pickings are really slim. And so uh, I'm not hurting on my team. I, I would take a pass on him.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a good name you brought up because I think um, Vance McDonald. There's a chance that he might not play for the Steelers, and that's a good position. I mean, they they put up points. Whoever's kind of being the the main guy in in Pittsburgh, but there's so many mouths to feed and everything. So I think Jesse James is kind of that dart throw, um, and he'd be a pass for me because I'm I guess I'm I'm gonna kind of be set with rate the rest of the year, um, and I'll just hope yeah. for the best because. There's nothing else there, but he would just be a pass for me.
2: Yeah, he's going to be a pass for me too. I mean, I'm pretty pretty set at tight end as well. Yeah. Um, but it really depends if Fans McDonald plays or not. If he yeah. if he plays, yeah, he's a it's a hard pass. If he if he's a if he's out, I give him a nine special. Yeah, you know.
0: All right, yeah, that's 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 good. I think um, I think Bill, we're, let's. Um, I think we'll we'll skip to, uh, right to the probably this playoff scenarios because we might be running out of time here a little bit, and so we'll skip the defense, um, okay, as well too. Um, and um, I'm sure no one wants my advice anyway on defense, so we can probably just. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say that's a
1: position you should really be paying attention to. But okay, I, we'll I skip.
0: Even, I don't even want to think about it right now. I'm having too much too much fun okay. on the podcast, so <laughs> let's just skip forward. <laughs> that right now too because i think we really want to get into a lot of these playoffs um scenarios and everything too so um so yeah i know i i i have been uh kind of crunching some numbers the last couple weeks um starting back i think before week 11 and i, I posted uh, a link on our on our website on the message board um that kind of just goes through who's who's in the playoffs by record who's in by points how many points are um you know, people are behind that sixth spot for that last playoff uh, position. Um, but I also um, did, did a little bit more number crunching and um, and kind of put some scenarios out there for kind of the third and fourth seed. Um, and then kind of obviously the scenario for the fifth and sixth seed is going to be whoever doesn't make it in the top four um, will make it on points. So there's no real big issues with, with who's going to be five or six seed. That's a pretty easy just who has the most points um after the top four um but i'm going to try to explain this um as best i can to, to people that are listening and maybe aren't looking right at the the screen um but i think the the easiest thing to start with is the the scenario for the number three seed is basically um uh the matchup between you and me uh, chris so uh mile high and neither here nor there um whoever wins that matchup gets the number three seed what um, one one of us will be eight and five, and the other will be seven and six, and so no no one else is going to catch either of us for that number three seed. So that's pretty easy. Um, and then after the number three seed, after once after that seed is is locked up, I've got about uh, six different scenarios um, that could technically. <laughs> play out so i'm going to go through it feel free to stop me if it gets a little confusing and because um, that maybe that might mean someone else is confused out there and we'll try to roll through it um as best we can you guys good with that yes all right Yep. all right so we've established that the, the winner between me and chris will take the three seed so then after that we're talking about establishing the fourth seed based on record or or uh tiebreakers and then after after the settle the fourth seed, then it just goes into like I said, the fifth and sixth seed by points. So it's really establishing the fourth seed after whoever wins between me and Chris. Um, so I've got a couple scenarios here. Um, the first scenario is, is Mile High. Um, let's see. I thought I had it right. Um, okay. So if if Mile High, um, let's. Um, I'm sorry. Hold on, real quick. Okay, so if if Chris, you win, and I lose, okay, so ni- neither here nor there loses, shytown town wins, bumps up to seven and six, and uh, Moose Bear, you lose. Um, so that puts in a tie between neither here nor there and shytown town at seven and six. Neither here nor there would take the number four seed based on a head-to-head with shytown town um, if, let's see, if neither here nor there loses, Chi-Town loses, and you win, Bill. So I lose to Chris, Chi-Town loses to Gronky, and Moose Bear, you beat, um, I believe you're playing Breezy this Breezy, week. Yeah. So I lose, Chi-Town lose, and you win. Moose Bear, you would take the number fourth seed based on our head-to-head this week. Uh, you beat me two times this year. Um, so you would take the number fourth seed in that scenario. Um, let's see. So, okay. so let's go back to now. If I win, I like this scenario. Right. I think that's the best one for you so far. Um, so if I win, if I beat you, Chris. So now we're talking about Chris is on the losing end. Um, so Chris right. loses. Shytown Town wins, and Moose Bear, you lose. Um, So it's basically Mile High and Chi-Town would then be tied at 7 and 6. And Mile High, you would take the number 4 seed because of your head-to-head win with Chi-Town. So then the other scenario is Mile High, you lose. Chi-Town loses and Moose Bear wins. And then the number 4 seed would be determined by total points between Mile High and Moose Bear. Um, And I think right now, if we look at it, Mile High, you're um, about 100 points ahead of Moose Bear. So it looks like. I'm glad you you didn't (laughs) say he was nine points ahead of me. Yeah, so it looks like you would probably win that. So if you lose, Chi Town loses, and Moose Bear wins, it would go to a total point for that number four spot between Mile High and Moose Bear. And Mile High, you'd probably win it because you're already up 100 points. Um, I think that covers. Every scenario. I said six, but I actually, I actually, the way I wrote it, it ends up being four um, different scenarios. Um, is that 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 make all that makes sense? Did I did I miss any of them? I think you guys might be looking at the same thing I'm looking at. Um, but I'm trying to trying to think. Um, that might be that might be it. And then obviously, after those four are established, then it just goes into. Um, total points for the fifth and sixth seed. So, um, like I can give you one scenario, like if I lose, uh, let's see, Chi-Town wins and Moose Bear loses, then I would take the number four seed because of that head to head win with Chi-Town. So that would leave basically Chi-Town, Moose Bear and Dolph Ant who are pretty much in the running for that, those last two spots. And then we'd be talking about points as well. Um, you guys, did I miss anything? You guys, are you guys, good with that? And how that establishes the three and the four spot? <clears throat> yes. No, I, I'm
2: following it. it, it yeah, makes the three and the four,
0: it's pretty pretty easy. It's yeah. going
2: to be the uh, the five and six that are going to be kind of tough.
0: Yeah, it's going to be those five <clears throat> and six. I think we have to establish obviously the number three and four seed based on some of the tiebreakers, <clears throat> who wins and who loses, and then it'll just get right, right. down to points. So, um, so let's go over that real quick too. So, um, going into into this week. Um, I don't think it really matters too much. I mean, uh, you and I, uh, Chris, are sitting at 7 and 5, so I'm in the third spot, you're in the fourth spot, but it doesn't really matter. Um, whoever wins will take that spot. Um, and then we're looking at the 5 spot um, is currently where Chi-Town is, and he has 1,700 points, uh, so 1,702 points, and Dolphant is is um, right behind him by about 30 eight points for that sixth spot. So Dolphant has 1,662 points. And then Moose Bear, you are about <coughs> 15 points behind Moose Bear for that last spot. So it looks like it's going to be kind of a race between, you know, Moose Bear and Dolphant, maybe for that last spot, unless Moose Bear you get in with that one scenario of of, um, of me losing and I think um, chi Town losing, Chi-town losing. Yeah. and then you winning. Um, <laughs> we'll get you into the four spot, and that'll bump me all the way down <clears throat> to basically a point, um, a points race between uh, chi Town and Dolphin. So, um, so yeah, it'll be a neck and neck, basically between um, Dolphin Moose Bear and chi Town, <laughs> and then maybe myself um, if that one scenario um, works itself out too to where I'm out on the outside looking in on that fourth spot and I'm chasing points as well. But, uh, but Chris, it looks like you're pretty much it. Um, even if you lose, um, you'll be probably looking at, um, um, at least know, the fourth seed, at least, like. at least the, the fourth seed or maybe by points. But, um, I mean, you're well ahead of points. Uh, you're 50 points ahead of me. Uh, so you're yeah. well ahead on points. So, um, you know, something crazy would have to happen, I think, for you to kind of miss out on the playoffs as far as points go. So, um, so yeah, look, there's obviously a whole bunch of scenarios um, that will play out. Um, it'll be fun to kind of watch too, because um, I know at least with my team, and um, we can kind of move on. Well, let, let's let's table that real quick. Do you guys have any other questions or anything that maybe other people might have about um, about some of these scenarios and points and everything?
1: I don't other than the fact that you think I'm going to lose
0: this week <laughs> I never said <laughs> I thought Coming you were, were going to lose
1: scenarios that Breezy's mm-hmm. going to you know like whip my ass or something
0: well there's there's no there's a scenario where I lose and Chi-Town loses and you win um, then you take that fourth seed um, it's just a lot of these scenarios are um, are kind of uh, contingent on on Chi-Town um, <coughs> you know whether he can um beat Gronky Punch and kinda of make a three way tie is kind of the best scenario I think you're looking at, Bill. Um me Brilliant. losing um actually shytown Town winning, um, and I think you winning as well will will put us all on a three way tie at seven and six. Um and so yeah, so that would that, that would be the best case for you other than points you know so scoring 190 again might might help too as well maybe overtake dolphant um, as well for that last spot as well so so yeah it'll be really interesting uh, to see what, what happens I know we'll be watching a lot especially starting Thursday with that um, really important game uh, Saints and Cowboys um, a lot of people <laughs> with, um, with with a lot of players playing in that too so um is there anything else or 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 should we move on to uh week 13 preview
2: you know this reminds me a lot of a couple years ago when we had what five or six teams tied for (laughs) i think like like spot two through six and there's all these different crazy scenarios so that's one thing that i really like about this league is and how competitive it stays is you know no, no matter where you see yourself in the league you almost always have a chance to get in the playoffs. so uh makes it always fun so yeah let's uh let's let's jump into uh week 13 previews yeah
0: that, that's true yeah i think you were yeah i know chris you were referencing at yeah, 2015 when we had six teams at seven and six um and only yeah. you know someone got left out and i think it was canon that got left out and we had a lot of questions as a whole league on, <laughs> on why that happened and stuff too. So and how, um, the, tiebreakers how the tiebreakers worked all work. the way
1: down with yeah. all of that. You know. Yeah. So that was
0: that was a crazy year, and it looks like this 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 year might shape up to be that way. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how close it it really ends up, um, you know, being um, as we look at uh, week thirteen. And so, looking at week thirteen, I know obviously, um, you know, kind of the big matchup at least for that number three seed, is, is uh, myself um, and Chris playing each other, too. And so the winner of that gets the number three seed um, in the playoffs. And um, so, yeah, we'll have to watch that one. Obviously, really um, close uh, this week. And there's another big one, too. I think, uh, obviously, your matchup, uh, Bill, is with Breezy. So Breezy at nine and three, and you're at six and six. Hopefully, trying to move into seven and six, um, and maybe a potential tie um, for that third or fourth spot, or that fourth spot. Um, and I know that we'll be watching pretty closely because you do have, um, I think, Ezekiel Elliott playing on Thursday, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be will be a very interesting game to to watch and kind of will gauge maybe how the the rest of the um, week goes because obviously the Saints you have you know Breeze and Kamara and Michael Thomas and um, and at least the the Cowboys you'll have obviously Zeke for you and and maybe Amari Cooper for for Cannon so be a lot of players playing uh, um, in that um, in that one and then let's see let's uh, move over to obviously the other big one is shytown Town against Gronky and so um, if shytown Town wins I'll move to seven and six and maybe a potential tie for obviously for that fourth spot and um, we'll see if he uh, Town loses. Um, you know, does he score enough points to maybe get get ahead? And Gronky Punch, uh, the best he can finish is six and seven, pulling out the victory, and he's pretty far in points, too. So who knows? Maybe he can have another one of those almost 200-point games, and uh, he'll have Todd Gurley back this week, too, which should really help as well. Um, I think one of the other big matchups, too, is obviously we're watching, you know, Dolphant's team as well and how many points uh, his team puts up. And he's uh, playing me and Mahomes. So can me and Mahomes maybe get that second win? Like he thought he might have gotten last week against Breezy, and does uh, yeah, like I said, does Dolphant put up um, enough points to, to stay in the playoffs or be out of the playoffs, um, et cetera, too? And uh, yeah, I know that he's got Camara playing on Thursday, so um, we'll see if he can get off to a, a hot start as well with that too. So uh, and obviously the the last uh, uh, matchup, which um, is pretty significant. Um, just maybe from a record standpoint and and, um, and everything with Team Cannon and Kelly Ant um, at the end. So, um, but yeah, you guys um, have anything else to, to say about uh, any of these matchups? I know, I know Chris, me and you playing for that number three spot, it should be uh, a fun one to, to watch too because I, I think I'll end up, I think, having five players on, uh, I think, on that Sunday night game. So <laughs> uh, oh, we'll have to see how that uh, – you know, I think it's that uh, uh, Steelers and Chargers uh, Sunday night game. So um, we'll, we'll see how far ahead you are going into maybe Sunday night, and we'll see how well the Steelers and Chargers play offensively. Where's that game I should... played at, Nathan? It's in Pittsburgh.
1: In Pittsburgh, yeah, that should be a good game.
0: <clears throat> yeah. so well, I, sh- I should be done
2: possibly by uh... – by the Sunday night game. So, yeah, it should be interesting. I would say we could uh could bet some beer on it, but I don't know if, uh, if I win this. I might not get that beer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'd have to figure out a way to. I, At least you won't get a cold. That's that's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, but, yeah, it should be a fun one. Yeah, like you said, you'll probably have all your players done by, by that Sunday night, and then I'll just be rooting hard for all the Steelers and Chargers players. On that Sunday night, and uh, Bill, how, how do you think? Uh, do you feel going into your matchup?
1: Well, I think uh, I'm hoping I don't run into a buzzsaw because I I really need to win and I really need to uh, score a lot of points. So um, I'm hoping that uh, Breezy's team has a, a, a off week and uh, give me a chance to squeeze out a win there.
0: That's true. Yeah, she does get um, Mahomes and Tyree Killback off a of bye and um yeah i think it really starts for you with uh yeah like we said zeke playing on thursday and how well he does you know against the saints and and really kind of saints defense yeah really kind of gets your you know week started off right as well so be fun to watch um on thursday so um yeah other other than that i mean i think we covered a, a whole bunch of stuff too i hope everybody out there listening can um, definitely go to the link that I put on there to really kinda see some of the research that I did. It probably makes it a little more clear than kinda hearing me babble about <laughs> about those scenarios. But I, I thought we would try our best to to kinda um at least give everybody at least a little bit of perspective on, on kind of the matchups in week thirteen and how important some of some of them are and maybe who you should be rooting for and against um and, and how many points, you know, you're you're hopeful. Your old team scores and, and how bad maybe some other teams will do <laughs> so that'll kind of bolt a lot of players up into uh into the playoffs as well so um so yeah it was another great uh a great show another just great week of, of fantasy football as well um real quick I know we're really running um really late on time uh but I wanted to ask you guys how how's your uh, how's your other fantasy football uh league doing I know both of you are in the league um with uh, with each other and I think uh, with Chris uh, your wife my sister-in-law is in that league as well too so how's that league going
2: bill do you want to chime in first (laughs) oh I would
1: love to I've been getting slammed all season about how my daughter is kicking my butt in this league (sighs) I finally beat her last week oh there you go which uh, puts me in uh, first place there you go um,
0: congrats bill
1: yeah, I'm feeling pretty uh, good about that. First place and a dozen homemade chocolate chip cookies was the uh, wager. Oh, nice. So should be getting them in the mail pretty soon. Those yeah. I'm not worried about being cold. <laughs>
2: true. Yeah, she's doing great this year. She's still uh, leading the league in points. And uh, yeah, she has a really good shot going into the playoffs. So uh, we'll see so how she does. Is she
1: actually still in first place?
2: Let's see. Technically. Oh, you know what, Bill? You're uh, you're ten points ahead of her. <laughs>
0: <There you go>. <laughs> <laughs> I kicked her ass. <laughs> Chris, how you doing uh, in the league?
2: You
1: know, that's um, one of those scenarios where I kinda uh, wish I could be uh fly on the on the wall when she's listening to this podcast. Yep. Just exactly. to see your reaction, like she'd probably be flipping me off or
0: something. <laughs> That's true.
2: But uh, anyway, yep I'm uh I'm sitting in fourth place, so okay. I'm I've secured a playoff spot, and looks like if I stay in this position, I'll be taking on Bill in the second round, and then maybe meet up with uh with Tiffany in the championship.
0: Oh, that, that should be fun. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's good. I'm cool. not sure that I like
1: that scenario. I kind of like the fact that you'll be meeting me up in the second round and I'll be playing Tiffany for the
0: championship. <laughs> there you go.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Should be good. And the okay. trash talking starts.
0: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. We have to, well, at the end of the our season too, we'll have to have Bill give us a recap of, of what happened at the end of, of your guys' season because that sounds like uh, sounds like it's a lot of fun. So um, yeah. All right, well, cool. I think that, uh, that concludes uh, this episode of the One Omigo to Another. Uh, fantasy football podcast um bill uh as always uh thanks again for joining me today
1: well thanks for uh having me on chris thanks for uh joining us for a second time this season uh just like the first time around it was uh
2: very enjoyable Uh, um thank you for coming on yeah thanks for having me again it was a lot of fun like usual you guys are doing a great job and uh i hope this is a regular thing going forward so yeah, like I said, kudos to you guys.
0: Yeah, like, like yeah, like Bill said. Um, yeah, it was just a blast to have you on um, this week, especially with short notice and everything too. So we really appreciate you coming on, and uh, yeah, definitely um, you know bringing a lot of stats and stuff too, and looking stuff up and everything. And a lot of your insight was uh, was really great, and I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun uh, for everybody else to listen to and stuff too. So um, yeah, like Bill said, uh, thanks again for for coming on. Yeah. So um, no yeah, so as we look at the calendar, um, Bill, we will be, will be recording next week, I'm not sure if we're going to do another Tuesday or a Wednesday show, uh, but we'll definitely record uh, next week because uh, we would love to recap all the Week uh, 13 uh, games and kind of figure out who's in the playoffs, and maybe we could even do some playoff preview uh, matchups as, as well. So um, it should, it should be another fun show. It would be cool. Yeah, the uh, this is a big week. Um, a lot of uh, uh,
1: games going on that are going to decide uh, playoff position and, and who's going to be in the playoffs and who's not going to be in the playoffs. So it's going to be an interesting show to go over next week.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I'm thinking uh, yeah either Tuesday or Wednesday next week, but we'll figure that out. So um, right. right. Well, yeah. Well, thanks again uh, for listening to One Amigo to Another Fantasy Football Podcast uh, for Bill Burns and Chris Thompson. I'm Nathan Tilbury, and uh, bad luck to everyone, especially Chris. Uh, Good night, Bill and Chris.
1: (laughs) Good night, Chris. Good night, uh, Nathan. Good night, uh, one amigo to another
2: fantasy football league. And adios, amigos.